you're a Billy Goat, and this is the Science Fiction Rating System Podcast, Episode 6. <laughs> wow. Did you get that quote? Yeah, wasn't it Scanner Darkly? Correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in Episode 6, um, this is the podcast that aims to rate every science fiction film from 1 to infinity. As ever, I am Sam, and I am joined by Chris. Hello. And Alex. Hey. We're recording early in the day, which is why everyone's very high energy. That was a big high energy. The sun's out. The sun's out in London. I don't know what it's like up there, but it's been. The sun is out here as well. Beautiful today. Yeah, lovely day. Lovely day. Um, But let's forget about sun because we're all about space. Um, Each week we discuss. (laughs) No, what? Not just space. Well, no, I guess not. No. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to be catchy. Yeah. Okay. so if you've not listened before, this is a podcast where we take three films each week and decide how good they are and add them to a great big list of films, um, which currently has 15 films in it, Aliens at number one and Universal Soldier The Return at number 15. Um, this week, we're going to be uh, reviewing Paprika, A Scanner Darkly and a Ghost in the Shell, not in that order. Um yeah, but first, before we get into that, last week we talked about Edge of Tomorrow, which we didn't yeah. like, did we? It was when no. ah, middling, it was right. middling. Ended up at eleven in the list. Yeah, um, and I mentioned I was reading the book um, last week. I finished that, and it's it's all right. It's not a great book. It's better than the film, but it does explain why the aliens are there. Which I thought, if they'd have said, would have made the Ellis. film better. So basically. Um, during one of the like flashback moments, you know, going back in time things, mm. um, the character in the book sort of like interfaces with the alien and finds out why they're there. And basically, they are an alien whose planet is dead. And so they launch these probes across the galaxy to find um, uh, pro- uh, planets they can colonise. Mm. And then those aliens that land are basically terraforming the planet to make it suitable for the aliens to come and live there. Well, that makes sense. Right. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And the way the time travel works is that basically they're, the way they do this, their defence mechanism is they set up like a, like a server with nodes mm. and when one of those nodes hits trouble, it pings back to the server and says, roll back in time because we've hit this problem. Yep. And they try it again until they get it right. And so the way that So that's they, actually logical. That's, that's Yeah, yeah totally. Why, why so did the they way, put that in? That's so annoying. I guess it would be more complicated. But the way they, they do it in the film is basically that... Um, the the lady I can't remember what the girl character is called um, the angel of Vedan yeah basically or whatever her, it is yeah and Tom Cruise they both become nodes connected to a server mm. so the book ends with them having to fight each other because all the nodes are going to be set um, like you know destroyed for the thing to stop happening only yeah. one thing oh. can survive so it's a much better end really it's a much better like story really in, in total who wins just tell us who wins uh, the bloke wins. Oh, yeah. is he upset though, having to kill his girlfriend? I don't remember. The, the end's not very good, to be honest. It kind of falls apart a bit. But um, but no, I thought that was a good bit of insight, and it would have been a better film with that uh, more downer ending. And well, I think the organisation of the film was not <clears throat> really on it because they yeah. didn't they didn't really know what they were doing when they sh- yeah. started shooting, did they? So, but anyway, that's last week's news. Um, <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, need sci-fi f- news in general, not really. Is there any sci-fi news? I saw news? Logan I just, on your recommendation. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, very good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's nice to have like a standalone comic book film, isn't it? That doesn't need any other guff around it. 
No, yeah, uh, it was good. It had just it, it had just the right amount of uh, violence. Good little yeah. kick-ass girl in it. <laughs> a few things that didn't really make any sense. But... Have you seen it, Alex? No, not yet. Oh, okay, no. No, no annoyingly, okay, we won't go there. Then. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what else news? Well, of course, Ghost in the Shell comes out next week. Uh, that's why we're doing this animation special this week. Um, in fact, is it, oh, is it this week? It might come out this week, actually. Yeah, I, I think know. it's this week, yeah. Yeah. It's out soon, anyway. is not it had bad reviews? I don't know, has it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It, I can't imagine how... We're not, gonna, we're not talking about it yet, but I just can't imagine how it can be any good. The only thing that's got me intrigued is that um, someone on Twitter mentioned that uh, Beat Takeshi's in it. Do you know that, Alex? Mm. Yeah, he's in the trailer. I saw him in the trailer. Yeah. But he's great, but he can't save the whole film. No, he can't. But the fact that he's like willing to do it because he doesn't make a lot of crap, does he? But do you think, think he's? Do you think he's? I know. Do you think he's just a character from the very opening scene and he gets killed? Yeah. Mm. Well, so that's a bit annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of given his blessing, hasn't he? In a way, I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we we'll have to. Anyway. Maybe someone will see it. Yes. Yeah. Has anyone got a plan? To, I'm not, not planning to see it. Chris, you plan no. to see it? I will. I will go and see it. You yeah. will. Okay. Just because it's all back. I mean, stylistically, visually, it looks quite interesting. Okay, you can report and having back watched next time. just watched the uh, animation, yeah. I can see actually yeah. how that was just a paint by numbers of how to make a film. So, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. That's for later on the podcast. Uh, so, let's get on with our first film, shall we? Yes. Go. And that is a scanner darkly um, by directed by Richard Linklater from two thousand and six, I believe. Yeah. Yes, two thousand six. Um, Alex. Do you want to just give us a little quick synopsis of? I will, I will. So it's um, Richard Linklater who does. He did Boyhood and Before Sunset and Before Sunrise and Before Midnight and lots of other. Yeah, lots of other films that take him about thirty odd years to make. That's his, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. his thing. Uh, but based on it's based on a semi-autobiographical novel of the same name, uh, the Philip K. Dick A Scanner Darkly, which is from nineteen seventy-seven, and it's set seven years from now. That's the vague. Uh, thing we get in the big be- in the beginning a-, a dystopian near future where a highly addictive brain damaging drug called substance d is enslaving the populace working as an undercover narcotics detective using a high-tech scramble suit which protects his identity bob arcor or arcta 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 yep. yeah uh, played by keanu reeves investigates small-time users and dealers uh, who he happens to live and do drugs with uh, when he's assigned to look into himself as a potential terrorist by his superiors, he starts to question his own identity, and a substance D slowly affects his mind, For and reality and fantasy blend together, he kind of starts questioning everything, basically. Ooh. So it's basically just lots of drugs uh, and a bit of science fiction. Yeah. I, I'd Not forgotten um, that you had done a professional intro last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you showed us up sorry. again. I, just, I was just sat sorry. there. I wasn't even listening to what he was sorry. saying. I was just staring. I'm sorry. I was just staring at my screen going, off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, the, the, the reason this is in is because it's rotoscoped, yeah. isn't it? So it's, it's all live-action people, really famous. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he wasn't Keanu. as famous at the time, was he? No, he was in his down yeah. period, yeah. wasn't he? Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder, Woody Harrelson, and Rory Cochran, who's in a lot of um, Richard Linklater films, I read. Uh, but they're all acting, and then it's all animated over the top. And, just, a, um, just about acting, just about. Just about acting. <laughs> um, and it's uh, Ralph Bakshi, isn't it? He's the most famous person who did this kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, Cool World, Heavy Metal, Lord of the yeah. Rings, that weird Lord of the Rings that stops halfway through. 
Um, so that's why it's here for animation. Um, now, my major problem with it is that, uh, not talking too much about the other films, but the other films needed to be animated. The world they bring yeah. is a world that could not be achieved at the times those films were made through, yeah. through live action. This yeah. film, I just think... I don't know why they bothered to film all that stuff <laughs> yep. and then animate it over. The only, <laughs> the only bit that is science fiction, or the only bit that they maybe couldn't have done, but it's 2006, is the, the scramble suits. suit. The suits, That's the yeah, only... Yeah. Yeah. And I, it seems so and weird. And suits shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool idea, but I don't it's see why so... they didn't have the effects to do it in 2006. Yeah. Why did he want it? Why did he animate it? He ruined the whole there's, thing, basically. I think as well... Um, the I mean I remember when I watched this uh, probably a year after it came out and it looked better then I think that it does now yeah, it looks it looks definitely rough now. Oh, it looks shit now but I, I also think that there's not much of a consistency with like the animation style like it no. the, the suits in, in particular they don't stick to any kind of you know a lot of the rotoscoping is is quite like one to one with real life isn't it you can see they're yeah. just drawn over a, a, mm. a, a cell. Uh, but then it's a lot more cartoon like in some of the suits the the last shot of the film with the um, the massive um, oh, yeah. fields looks like it's come out of like a you know a cheap Don Bluth eighties yeah. film. It's yeah. all over the place. Well, there was one bit in the flashback when he, when he sees his old life. There's a bottle. I watched it twice. There's a bottle. He puts it down and it goes two D. Yeah, like it yeah. literally goes flat. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of items in the oh. in the moving animation where there yeah. are just two D cells moving yeah. around. Yeah. A lot of the tracking shots, isn't it? There's two yeah. D stuff. Um, Chris, what did you think of? I didn't care stuff. for it because for the same yeah. reasons in that it, it didn't really need to be animated. It was kind of, I don't know when, when did Grand Theft Auto start making their like promotional things like cartoony like this? Oh, it does. Yeah. It before this, like, before yeah. this, uh, that would have been 2001. Do you understand what I mean? It's like yeah. that same thing. Yeah. And also I yeah. didn't like about when there's some characters where their facial, facial features actually jumped around in their face a little bit. It was like everyone was wobbling all the time. And it only happened every now and again. I don't think it's helped by the acting as well. And I wonder whether they've, like, rotoscoped a face off person A and put it over the body of person B. Maybe. I just think it's bad acting. Like, the the Rory Cochran character, Freck. Yeah, the the freaky one. Yeah, his ridiculous facial tics and stuff like that. I mean, it's not... It I don't mind looks... it being slightly cartoony because that's what it is. And they've all sort of gone a bit overboard with what they're doing. But it's just... And also, there's no there's no continuity. In them suits, them scramble suits, There's he's taking the drugs at his desk. Yeah. And he's he's knocking them back through the suit. He's actually... Oh, yeah. He's How's them in his mouth You're right. through the suit. Oh, yeah. The suit oh, yeah. is a hood that you pull... Over oh, your yeah. face. Oh, God. How is he... T- yeah, you're and right. And he does that on twi- two occasions. Oh, that's really yeah. fucking stupid. I hadn't thought yeah. of that. Yeah. No. Um, I yeah, re- did, you, did you read there were a lot of problems with the animation, basically? No, no. Not really. Don't well, have to read. No. Well, <laughs> it seems like... Because he, he shot it all quite quickly and right. then gave it over and it just took so long and then he felt... The, some people who did loads of the work, he fell out with them, and then they locked themselves in their... You, it's all on Wikipedia, but it all went horribly wrong, and the people that did the majority of the work are credited yeah. very small, and then other people oh, took over right. just to bang it to get it done really quickly. That makes sense, because it is so inconsistent. And, yeah. and, and really, it's just working against what is... I mean, essentially, it's quite a good story, isn't it? The idea of yeah. somebody investigating himself... 
Yeah. Um, because that's the, 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 the yeah. crux of the story, basically, is that he is assigned anonymously to investigate uh, drug dealers and he... Well, no, sorry, not dealers, other users yeah. to try and yeah. find a way up the chain and he is the... Not the kingpin, but the linchpin, maybe, of that himself. So he's investigating himself. And that sort mm. of... Um, yeah, it's a good idea. Dual role. It's a good idea, um, which yeah. is... Hiding in plain sight, which is a good storyline in general. Um, yeah. I don't think the payoff's that good. The bit, the the fact that, spoilers, Winona Ryder, who's his boss, is also his girlfriend. Yeah. I don't think they really sell that very well. No. And the whole... No. Life, like, when I was watching, I was going, what? It's like, it was, it was given to me... You know, it just seems yeah, a needlessly can, complicated yeah. Um, yeah. scam to get into the this new path the company are making the drug. Yeah. I don't see how you'd ever get to the conclusion that that's the only way to it's get like somebody they just in the needed an end. It's like they needed to like yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, filming was completed in twenty three days. Animation process took eighteen months. Bloody hell! So yeah, went went wrong. Went very badly wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it just distracts, doesn't it? There's nothing. Yeah. Um, I can't think of one scene where I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, the animation there was so standout. No, that... There's nothing. There's nothing interesting about the animation. And them suits. After what? Okay, you get it. It's like, oh, that's interesting. And then, but it's insipidly annoying after a while. Looking at them suits. Yeah, it's hard to watch, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But it, yeah. I think maybe done in real in real life with a real special effect, it might actually have looked quite cool as an idea. Yeah. I, I just yeah. I, I, it just is, it's a mess and the. It's a mess and the animation is shit and it makes it more of a mess, basically. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with it, isn't it? it just, like you said, it make, it's so distracting, you can't even really concentrate on anything else in it. Mm. Yeah. And it's so annoying that they're famous people. Why not cast a load of nobodies if you're going to animate over them anyway? Yeah, well, especially animate them over their own faces. Well, it's I just think... one of them sly little side-of-the-mouth jokes which you get, it like... Oh, it's just really horrible. Well, it's. I mean, you can see the the obviously the idea that Linklet has had is that drugs are so crazy you can't portray them in with real practical effects, isn't it? That's that's the crux of it. Is that he's mm. you know Linklet has dropped some acid at some point and and thought he was in a cartoon, hasn't he? That's what's happened. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah. Um, and so he thinks that oh, this, that's a great idea. We'll, we'll show that by rotoscope and stuff like that. But it doesn't work consistently. I think also the acting in it is a real disservice to it. I, I get that this kind of... And the, the soundtrack, um, although there's some good Radiohead songs on there, the actual original music is that kind of wacky... Have yeah. you seen Inherent Vice? That kind of yeah. Like uh, yeah, weird yeah. sort of... Um, what's the, I don't know what the word for it is. It's like a like Californian kind of kooky, kooky yeah, cool yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and it, doesn't, it just doesn't gel. Like, no. this. You've got Robert Downey Jr. who's in that film with that soundtrack, you know. Mm. Then you've got Cochran who is in his own weird film where he's just overplaying the drugs to make just a ridiculous effect. And then uh, Keanu Reeves and Riona Ryder are in a much more serious film. And, like, Keanu Reeves, his performance isn't that bad. No, no. It doesn't doesn't really fit in with the rest of the character. Do you know what I mean? Like, the actors, they seem to be in different films in a way, don't you think? Mm. Yeah. Well, Woody Harrelson and Bobby... I I don't mind the... Downey Jr. stuff because I I find it quite entertaining him. Did you? How he, how he, how he but he's the same all the time. Exactly, he's doing he's doing that yeah. kind of druggy Downey Jr. role yeah. that he did. That kind of I'm um, quick witted, quite yeah. you know, really hyper intelligent. Same as Woody Harrelson is doing his kind of stoner type shtick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Darren Jr. annoys me in everything. I, I don't like it in Iron Man. <laughs> He's all right in Zodiac. I don't mind him in that. But that's about the only thing I can think that I don't mind him in. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just there's not much to it, is there? Like, there's, there's uh, a good. I mean, it, I don't it's think like it's an a short idea story, you do for a short film, and it's been yeah. pulled I mean, to the maximum. That is like, that's so the what? thing with a lot of Philip K. Dick's. Well, I think all nearly all of his work is yeah. that even the ones that aren't short stories are short stories. They're not mm. you know two hundred pages long and. The ones that are successful, like Blade Runner, um, they expand a lot or change a lot in a creative way, you know. Mm, Whereas yeah. this, this pretty much sticks to the text. There's a few bits missing, but there's not a lot different between this and the book, to be honest with you. Have either you read oh, it? okay. No. No, I haven't, no. Um, it's, it's, you know, it, it's very similar. Like, even the, like, almost shot for shot at times. Um, oh, okay. There's a, there's a few bits that are different. But, like, I think that works against it because it's not... You know, it's an episode of the, the the Outer Limits, isn't it? It's not a film. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. So you should have just taken a good idea and gone somewhere more interesting with it, rather than just going. Oh, I'm going to faithfully, you know. But that's but but it's the kind of director he is, isn't it? He's probably yeah. the wrong director to have. I mean, it, I read that Terry Gilliam and was going to do it at one point. Charlie yeah. Kaufman was going to write it, couldn't make a screenplay. But they're more visionaries. I don't really think in his hands he had enough vision to do anything with it. Like exactly. I mean, I, I can. Burn. You can see why they couldn't make a better. <laughs> yeah, ring to link later, <laughs> right in if you're upset <laughs> with it. Yeah, Personal come on, email us. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Though. He's, he's terrible. I, I, I never enjoy his films. Yeah, but, um, as but your boyhood see, now. You can see why better screenwriters did give up because there's nothing there to make a film out of, other than mm. to just copy it, wrote, and make a rubbish film. But yeah, oh mm. well. The um, opinions of Sam Draper are not shared by. <laughs> Well, no, I share by them. Alex. Yeah, I share them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, screw him. Screw this film. <laughs> we are as one. They're the opinions of the podcast. I'm afraid. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go along with the. Uh, yeah, you two, you yeah. agree that Star Wars Four is better than Jurassic Park according to the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you agree it uh, Independence Day is where it is. Like, yeah, I do pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite low down. Yeah. Um, all right, is there much more to say on this? I don't think there is. is there, there's a lot more to say oh, about the two, so we might yeah. as well move on. Um, I mean, was it? It's um, it's kind of it's interesting. It exists because it is a bit different, isn't it? And it's uh, yeah, you know, it's a, interesting to watch. I, I like the the Radiohead cuts are really deep. There's some real good B, B sides and stuff from Radiohead that when I heard them, I was like, oh, that's I didn't expect to hear that in a film, which I like. But again, it just smacks of like trying too hard to appear cool. Which, yeah, there's um, bit, like 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 I say, the Ralph Bashi stuff is more interesting uses of this as a technique. You yeah. know, this isn't the best use of rotoscoping. It's not a good. You know, if you didn't know what it was, you would just think, well, that's just terrible. Why have they bothered? Why have they traced over these people? Yeah, I probably don't totally. think the the story was thick and was interesting enough. To be honest, no, no, me. no. no. That, that, if it was that, like Breaking Bagdon like that, maybe I don't know. It's just like. There's just not enough going on. No, there's not. The core premise is interesting, but there's just not enough to hang it on, is yeah. there, at all? Mm. Um, what I would like to know is, do you think, you know, when Winona Ryder is the boss in a bloke's voice, mm. that's, that's not Winona Ryder, is it? That's somebody no, else. No, it, it sounded really familiar, that voice, to me. It's a shame, isn't it? Because they should have just processed Winona Ryder's voice, shouldn't they? Yeah, because they processed you know, Keanu's voice. Yeah, because also, you know, like when they do the reveal where she walks in and takes the suit off, that is so clearly a woman walking in before she takes the suit off, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's, it's clear in her rider. And before that, it was clearly not her walking around. It's, you know, like the gait of a person tells you so much about them that it's, it's obvious. Yeah. Should her, so. Keanu's, 
Keanu should have bits of female coming through his voice when he's got the suit on, right? And yeah. there should be no well, genderization. No, there should be like mixed gender as well, right? No, no, because both their voices are like just like right. men's, aren't they? Her voice is a man's yeah. voice all the time. Yeah, sexist suits. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. So, where's this going in the list? Where do we think? Uh, let's start with Alex. I think probably below Edge of Tomorrow, maybe above Inner Space, maybe. But maybe okay. below in a space, but definitely above space balls. Chris, uh, right at the bottom, below Ow. Universal Soldier. Yes, yeah. Oh my god! Ow. I wasn't expecting that. Why? Do you, you think that's worse than Universal Soldier? <laughs> uh, it has no like cinematic merit in what it what it's Burn. trying to do. Wow. <laughs> Uh, the, the opinions of Chris Reddick are not. <laughs> that's way worse. Yeah. Oh, okay. At least, at least uh, the, the makers of Universal Soldier were trying to make a movie picture. Trying to I entertain, get, and they, they did. Were being, they were being honest. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't a, like a hipster, sly little joke. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would put it above Safety Not Guaranteed and below Spaceballs. Because um, mm. I think... I didn't enjoy it, and I'd rather watch Spaceballs again, which wasn't good, but it's better. So what are we saying? So actually, I think it should be lower now. I'm I'm coming more that it should be lower. Yeah, those other films I would watch. Those other I wouldn't watch Scanner Darkly again. I don't. No, think. I wouldn't. I was annoyed that I had to watch it. I was. So should... I'd not seen it before, and I was annoyed that <laughs> someone had even who suggested that you did. No, I didn't. No, I think I maybe did. I did. I would I'm never very sorry. sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry. Right. I think maybe actually, Chris is right. Maybe it should be at the bottom because it is annoying. No, it's not worse than Universal Soldier. But is I it? like. But I was entertained. But I would watch Universal Soldier: The Return again. It was entertaining. Wow, this I is mean, something insipidly uh, not nice about it. I just don't. I think the way you feel I about mean, this I, film is the way I feel about Safety Not Guaranteed. Uh, in, in the, you know, in I was just thinking it. Safety Guaranteed is a ten times better film because there's, no, it's actually got film. heart and it's got a... It, <laughs> heart is overrated. A, and I don't know, maybe I just don't get... I just don't like all the druggy jokes in the other one. It's just fucking like, idiot. No, I don't like that either. Um, I, all right. Chris is right in that it failed... It failed as a piece of art, as a piece of animation, it failed. It just does. It looks terrible, and the story is pretty terrible. If you're into animation, it's shit. If you're into yeah. movies, it's shit. All the only redeeming quality it's got is you get to see these three famous people as a cartoon, and that's after five seconds, that's old. It's so, an interesting premise. It, you know when da- Robert Downey Jr. dies, and they do like like a collection of his roles for like BAFTA at the end of BAFTAs or something. You know what I mean? Like when they do his, yeah, his work, I was yeah. thinking, would they use a clip of that? Yeah. I mean, definitely. it would, it would give you variety, but everyone would go, <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Uh, all right. Then I guess it's going bottom, I suppose. Um, yes. Yeah. I think, no, I think Chris is right. It is annoying. It's, it's actively annoying, isn't it? I, I understand your argument with Universal Soldier, and I wouldn't. I'd, if it went above Universal Soldier, I'd take that. Universal Soldier is like a. It's just a really. It's awful on every level. Mm. There's nothing redeeming about it. Like it's a. The story's terrible. It's, it's the direction's terrible. The sets are terrible. But it was good. The fun. music's terrible. The Alex, would terrible. you would you accept above Universal Soldier? I, uh, I would. 
See, we, see, but I liked Universal Soldier. I, I would watch Universal Soldier again. See, I Sam, if you want to go above Universal Soldier, and me and you, I, do I tell that, you what, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick my battles. It can go bottom because I think I'm gonna have to have a fight later on in this show. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll accept, I'll accept bottom. So yeah, okay, I'll pick my battles. So we've got a new, a new number sixteen, not new bottom of the list. It's Richard Linklater's. A kind of darkly, you know. Actually, it does I, what does like uh, what makes me like that is that the sort of person who liked that film would be really annoyed by it being that low. Wouldn't yeah. they? <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> that does appeal to me. So, all right. It was also you, barely science fiction, like we said about safety not guaranteed. It was barely, you know, there was not much science. It's fiction got that there. kind of Donny Darko turn of the century sort of alternative feel that I don't like. Oh, that I doubt. Yeah, yeah. it's very like um, Vanilla Sky. That kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Crowe sort of film. I hate those sorts of films. All right, cool. That's why so, I don't like Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. To be honest, same reason. But you're wrong about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, you liked it more because it's number six, and as we just discussed, you know, it's your opinion as much as mine. So <laughs> the stats. <laughs> Better than Independence Day. Anyway, before we uh, open that wound again, let's have a quick break and return with our second film. back with our second film of the day Paprika so we're moving to Japan now for our first Japanese films, we've got two coming up um, this is Paprika the last film by Satoshi Kon a uh, Japanese director who sadly died not long after this uh, also from 2006 um, and animated uh, this was my choice I wanted to watch this for a while so I will give a brief synopsis um so basically, it's the future, the near future, as it always is. Um, and a device called the DC Mini has been invented, which lets you uh, view the dreams of other people, um, which sounds a good idea, but only there's sort of terrorists who get hold of it and are uh, doing bad things to people who are dreaming and um, sort of basically using the using the technology for ill rather than good. Uh, so it falls to the one of the well several of the employees at the company to catch the terrorist uh, and work out what is going on. Um, it the synopsis doesn't really <laughs> do the film justice. No, um, I mean basically it is a film about um, what dreams mean, what technology means, and what the intersection between those two things mean. So how technology influences um, the way we dream and how we portray dreams in our mind and the dangers of maybe messing with that too much. Is that fair enough? That's, that's the reason yeah. I got from it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. these sorts of films can be interpreted in lots of ways. Um, yeah. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It was, it's just my kind of thing, like a bit of like, you know, uh, <laughs> a bit of philosophy, a bit of thinking, uh, crazy visuals, that kind of Japanese... Um, not really, hu- well, it is humour, but like just weirdness, like oddness to it, which I just love. So, um, got more to say, but before I do, let's just see. Uh, I'm interested, first of all, Chris, I'm guessing of the three of us, you've seen the least Japanese 
anime stuff. Yeah, is that right? I mean, yeah, I've you, my experience in this area it was zero before this week. So right, okay. So, so what's your what's your opinion of this one? Um, I find it difficult to follow. I think mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a massive fan of the visuals, especially when they kept going to like the dream bit. It's like a carnival sort of thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the music I find quite insipid and haunting. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know if you have to be a child to sort of for these things to be. <laughs> what are you saying about me? To <laughs> sort of saying? press the right buttons. But I know <laughs> I used to. I know I used to would have like watched this sort of thing. If I w- would watch it when I was younger, yeah. it would have made a bigger. It's hardly a child's film, is it? Really? I know that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> The colours and the music and the sound design and things, okay. everything gets used. I kind of thought you'd have like liked that. all the film reference and the kind yeah, of yeah, textuality yeah. of it. Yeah, Chris. I would, but actually, visually, I'm not stimulated enough by by the okay. by what, well, what what I'm seeing because because a lot of as we've already said, I mean, just the animation style is, is they have to use a lot of still frames. A lot of pans over stills. They have to use a lot of still elements within the within the frame. They're beautiful stills, aren't they? Though, yeah, they are. But I mean, come on, five seconds too long. I mean, yeah, but that's just yeah. the style of animation. That's the style of how yeah, I know. How they well, make these films. well, let's just end it with I don't like the style of animation. All right, okay, <laughs> um, okay, Alex, what's your quick take? Oh, you, I'm story seen, was good though. You, I'll buy you've the seen Akira and things like that, haven't you? You've yeah, seen... like I, I. I was kind of into manga when like manga entertainment came to the uk that kind of thing i saw like this is north star kira yeah. professional in fact my haircut is pretty much golgo 13's haircut that's pretty much my standard of yeah. my haircut I, that's what i always go for um and i've kept that um and i've seen perfect blue which is his other film yeah. which is really good it's a kind yeah. of crazy slasher kind of yeah, that's really weird. And uh, I really like this. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really interesting. Um, I think there's some great, great quotes in it. There's some great lines, like mm. that line about um, like the internet and dreams being really similar because they're the, well, I wrote it down, areas where the repressed conscious mind vents. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And I like the one the chairman says when he says, oh, I wrote that down as well. What is it? Um it's like technology is just science is nothing but a piece of trash before a profound dream. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Brilliant. One, yeah. Yeah. I like that. It did. Uh, you know, I can see why you liked it, Sam. It reminded me of a book I read a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, and you hadn't My... seen it before you wrote your book. No, had I haven't. No, 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 no. So uh, just for people at home, I wrote a book called Sleep plug. My Horrors, which you know, no one can get it. It's not a plug. Um, that. Um, it had a similar pre- a premise, basically about people going into dreams to influence what they do in life. Yeah, which was a bit spooky to. Uh, yeah. Come, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a very different sort of take on that thing. But yeah. uh, it, it does it, it fascinates me that kind of thing. And like yeah. that line about the technology thing. I mean, that. I mean, I think the thing that really grabs me about it is that idea of the cinematic thing of it, and of the scene in the cinema where. She's explaining like um, gaze theory and things like that, you know, and how mm. how the mind interprets yeah. uh, different images and you know who look at who and stuff like that. And it's literally literally like a tiny little film studies lesson in the middle of the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. clever. Yeah, um, that's really good. And it's well, this a... to the next film, I find they do actually take time out to either go into some scientific theory 
Yeah. Or, or, That's you know, what a Japanese film will do. They're not as rushed yeah. as mm. British films. They will take the time. But that little scene is such like... Um, I think the film kind of like pivots on it because it makes explicit what you don't... What isn't explicit before, in a way. Because obviously you're... When you see these dream sequences, you're thinking, oh, that's like dreams I've had, you know, and it's like a film, isn't it? So yeah. you're already drawing that parallel yourself, but not explicitly. And then when it does that scene, you go, oh, hang on, this makes a lot of sense. Like, dreams are a lot, are influenced by the media we take in, aren't they? Like, you do you do have cinematic yeah. pans in your dreams, don't you? You do see yourself as a, yeah. as a hero and things like that. And how those two... It's the push and pull, isn't it, between, like, how much do you want your brain to be creating on its own how much do you not want to interfere with it and push too hard into that with the technology and of course the film like comes to the natural conclusion of that by saying the technology is actually like invasively going into the dream mm. yeah and the dangers of that which it's just I think uh, the only on, thing sorry. i would say against that is that i found sometimes the references <clears throat> i spent my time looking for the references and that detracted a little bit from it right. you know i'd say skipping ahead a bit ghost and shell to me was just a purely like it was just so fresh, so original. Yeah. And this, because it did, you know, this like Tinkerbell in there, Pinocchio, Monkey. Um, like, there's a lot of things where you're like, oh, yeah, look, it's that. Oh, look, it's that. I liked it, but it it brought me out of it a bit. And I get what you're saying. That point is, that's a really good point of way of seeing it. But also, as a film, it diminished it because it made it a little bit less original, I'd have to say. Yeah. Because right, they okay. were referencing other things. So you felt a little bit like, oh, and but they're now kind they're, of they're riffing on this now. European references and yeah it's it yeah yeah i mean uh, it's all uh like like with the when they had that shot in the parade of the uh people with cameras attached to their heads who do the obscure oh, shots yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of all it's all media influence isn't it like west influence yeah. east influence like those sorts of perverts everything and do you notice that uh, in the the scene where they go they walk down the past the cinema it's his film isn't it on the, yeah they're all the and the, the, the one that she tells him to go and see was going to be his next film but he died yeah, before it, which is really sad yeah it's tragic but, isn't it? yeah, yeah. I liked how the main characters were just scientists. They weren't... I mean, I know there was a detective, but he was a bit of a washed-up character. They weren't kind of kick-ass, like, you know, liking Ghost in the Shell. They're not elite military. They're just kind of the big fat guy, the weird little old guy. You know, she's really cold. You know, Paprika, her alternate, you know, her alternate uh, kind of persona is pretty kick-ass, but she's quite a kind of detached, boring scientist, isn't she? And, of course, like, towards the end of the film, that persona is in the dream isn't she as well yeah that's really clever i'd really yeah that, that. the idea of like she's realizing that you know she doesn't her, her herself is good enough to do this sort of stuff as well as the paprika she's created in the dreams to influence yeah. it bit, and I, love, I mean i love the shot um um the scene in the lift when she realizes that you know she's she feels a lot for the the fact oh dude. yeah that was really nice name. yeah and it's no, such a like nice. um because not much is said or done is it and it's no. like but you get that connection really um mm. No, I mean, it, it did yeah. all the stuff about identity. It kicks the shit out of um, Scanner Darkly to discuss the kind of her, her kind of identity crisis, as it were. Yeah. It's much more intelligently deals with that than Scanner Darkly did. Yeah. You know? And it's much, I, it was, I mean, I do, I found it, I find this kind of stuff a bit disturbing sometimes. It's a bit where the guy put his hand kind of inside her. That was, yeah. that was just, and I, yeah. I found the parade quite 
like horrible. It did remind me of like horror fever dreams I've had. It was that oh, kind totally, of just because yeah. it had like yeah. a recurring sort of tune yeah, and it, and it, it the was... never end like the whole way they kept saying like where's yeah, it going? It's yeah. not going to ever end. Like it's just, small yeah. world or something. Yeah, no, I yeah. did actually find it. I, it did kind of make me. It it kind of induced a kind of bit. It was like the kind of panic of that kind of fever dreams that I've had. Yeah. It did capture that, so you know, yeah, no, it, it was just good, and it was very unlike anything apart from your book. Uh, <laughs> available? Yeah, it was a, it's not available. No, <laughs> it's not a plug. Don't go looking for it. You can't get it's it. An anti-plug. You can never read yeah, it. You cannot read it. No, sorry. For the right price, uh, you can. <laughs> that's true. It's almost making an offer. Yeah. If, yeah. if someone wants to publish it, if, yeah, if you enjoy Creeper and want a Western take on it, then I'm all ears. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, uh, okay. Have I got any other points to make? So, Chris, you've not said much. I mean, you said you didn't. You didn't. No, I've just watched it on that level. To you. Obviously, but... you get a lot because you've made connections to other works and films and how this whole world works. And I don't have any of that backstory, so I only had it as a standalone film. Yeah. Um, it's not backstory, though, is it? Like, well, not... I mean, you did. I mean, you were like, well, there's connections there to other films that he's going to do, and there's gonna, there's I, I, I didn't probably get as much as you guys did, right, but okay. I'm yeah. probably not as clever as you guys. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, but you can still... You just watch a, it differently, aren't you? Yeah, you yeah. just watch it's, it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't find it very cinematic, in in really. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, I think this is a different art form to... To... Uh, to what, what you other know, science what, for, for other things we've been talking about. Yeah. Okay, it's it's too different to be considered as a. Yeah, I, I really struggle with this in a film. Oh, okay. I mean, obviously, it is a movie, and people would always argue with me on that. But I I I I I struggle with it as a different art form because okay. it's not it's not being photographed. It's not. See, yeah. that's interesting when you consider the next film, which of course, but also the last been... one because the last one was photographed as part of its of its. Yeah. yeah. But and that's what that's what hamstrung it because it was yeah you it was, hated that more yes. because of that yeah yeah whereas this was the the good thing about this sort of well, film what, it, what, well the last one if it was if it was done shot really nice and just left in in you know photographed without it being animated yeah that probably been a better film definitely it would yeah yeah but what Paprika does and what a lot of animate good animation does is stuff that literally you couldn't show yeah that was my like, problem with Scanner Dark yes. You yeah. couldn't. And I don't. I mean, they didn't. I read as well. They were trying to do a live ad, ad, live action adaptation of this, but then Inception, they kind of like, oh well, it's too much like Inception, which yeah, it's it isn't massively. at all. Well, mm. but Inception was influenced by this, wasn't it? Oh, I didn't, it must have been. I didn't think about yeah, it. Must yeah. have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It has to have been. I mean, yeah. No, they, they have admitted that. They have said that that it oh, was good. an influence for it. Yeah. Good. And this was a much better film than Inception for me. I much more enjoyed it. But that's that. Like comes to the. But the whole point the, of saying it's a better film for me, I don't think it is because it's not yeah, a but film. See, to me, it is because the the crux of like it's why animation works cartoon. for it is that it, no, no, no. But it doesn't. It's not a. It's a film still because it tells a similar story to Inception about dreams. Mm. But what? Whereas Inception is is hamstrung by the fact it is a film. And okay, you've got some very like dramatic effects and stuff like that. Mm. But it can't get into the really like. Um, weird esoteric stuff in yeah. the way this can it can't show you a parade of cartoon characters it can't show you people like growing out of throats or or jumping through lenses because if they showed it with real people but there's no reason why you couldn't do that with with no, photographic no, no, cgi yeah, though it, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't you wouldn't buy it if it was done with real people you would not buy a man jumping out of a lens 
because of the uncanny valley and how the brain works, I don't think you'd be on board with it. You'd think this is just stupid. But because the whole thing is is by definition it's because the normal world is animated so yeah when, exactly yeah, so, you, so yeah. when it goes really weird yeah. you can really go with it yeah. and that's the, that for me is why you should put it in the same sort of lift, list because it, it can do things in films mm. uh, like I think Ghost in the Shell does as well which we'll come on to you next that you can't do in live action not from, not from technical limitations but from limitations how the brain works in the sense that you are always yeah. going to have trouble going to like the bit Alex you were saying about the hand inside the body mm. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's disturbing in this film. Imagine that in a live action film; it becomes a horror film, doesn't it? Yeah. In a way it doesn't yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. um, and that's the for me. I, I'll stop rambling now, but that's why this sort of film I think should be in the list and is important to me. So, but it, again, I'd say this shows you how bad. And this really talking about this shows you why Scanner Darkly is so low. Because you think this, you know, what he did with this, he really just opened his mind to the most crazy. Let's just do yeah, the yeah. Vis- everything of a dream. What did Richard Linklater come up with? Oh, Robert Downey Jr. sees some boobs. Oh, yeah. people turn into bugs about four times. <laughs> yeah. well, well done. Like that is, the, that is the most you could come up with as an original idea yeah. from animation. He didn't use the medium at all. So it's a total waste, really. He (laughs) wasted the medium, whereas this, at least it just revels in it. It just kind of... And it it delivers what you want because you have a dream world, the real world, and then you have that end that goes nuts where everything just crosses over. Mm, Because you kind of think it might be the end when they're like, oh, we sorted it out. And then you're like, that giant doll appears. And you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's obviously... Yeah, yeah, that was... I do think though, like that ending, I can see why you you've got to really have gone with it, haven't you, to get yeah <laughs> to oh, get yeah. that ending. Like yeah. if you're not 100 percent committed to what they're trying to do, the yeah. ending is ridiculous. ridiculous yeah. Isn't it? so, well, yeah, he's just a big. Uh, there's a big blow. He's the big. The chairman's a giant kind of monster ghost thing, isn't he? And she yeah. she merges with herself and becomes a giant child naked yeah. woman, <laughs> and then sucks everything. I mean, it isn't doesn't make much sense really at all. No, no. Um, but it's not a problem. I, I didn't find it a problem, but no. I could see why. Like Chris, you found it a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I'd, I'd probably just didn't connect with it. How you guys? Yeah, and then you're just not really into yeah. it. And you're not really yeah. bothered. So just just hearing what like how well, it's interesting we are... listening to what how what you've taken away from that's it what I'm saying. And from it, yeah. Do you think that if you watch something like that in the future, you'd be able to get more from it now? Yeah, just... I would, but I'm I'm all I'm, I find that I probably always be sitting there looking at it in a visual sense and probably not getting a lot of insp- inst- uh, stimulation from it. Right, you just die animation. Yeah, yeah. because right, okay. there's just not it, it. I as far as like framing and and the three dimensionality of ha- what of, yeah. of what cinematography does, I I can't. I know there is some really this is there are some three D stuff in this film and and the next one and it's done really well so at times just with with uh, two dimensional elements it's really cleverly done but yeah to be honest it it it's a different thing to the cinematography it's a different thing because the, 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 the scenes are, the, it's a the, com- crap the way it's thing, compl- I'm saying it's different yeah I mean but that's that's more a technical thing, isn't it? Though, because the yeah. cinematography of it—it's just the, sh- I, I, the shots I, I, are composed. I might well, be visually like, stimulated more. That's I don't know. Yeah, I think I understand what you mean because that's I keep saying Wally's too high the list for me, and that's it's like the flip for me because the the way Wally looks, other than the space, the actual uh, bits when he flies in space, does nothing for me at all. I don't really like. See, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, do is it because I don't like animation, and why is it I like Wally so much, and 
the thing is, the Pixar films come from an angle of cinematography because yeah. everything is built in a 3D world and it's lit by a DOP and it's and it's shot by a DOP. Yeah. And and they tell a story with Pixar which you couldn't do in real life. They always choose something like plastic toys yeah. or or mm. and the the texture of what they can do with their CGI means it's really great for plastic and for robots yeah, and yeah. So that's really interesting. But it's shot in a cinema, cinema. Yeah, it's in a yeah, cinematic done in the language way. of cinema, not yeah, the language of animation. Kind of, like yeah. we've hit on the crux there, I think, of like yeah. the difference basically in mine and yours taste, yeah. because all those reasons are why the only Pixar film I can watch is Wally, or the rest of them, I, I do nothing for me at all. Because I, I cannot stand. There's so that. much heart in some Pixar films. Well, I don't like heart. I've he doesn't like, like heart. I'm not interested in emotional like bullshit. Sort of. I don't like Disney films. It's nonsense. I don't care about you know make believe yeah. bullshit. But this is the, the difference the, between me and you. Then yeah, I love, it is. I love like you like ET. I don't like ET. Yeah. Um, uh, but, what? But, but, ET is great. We'll but we're talking on, a, uh, on the. I'm talking on the, the technical level. Th- yeah, that doesn't work for me either. Like I can't get with just a bunch of computer. It just looks like a computer cutscene to me. And you know, anyway, it's interesting if, because I really like Disney films, and in, in and that and that uses the same animation. style of animation as, yeah. as this. And I well, would. They did rotoscoping, like, didn't they? In a lot of yeah, Disney films, yeah. they used the rotoscoping. Yeah. Um, so. so I don't. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> It's probably that racism of yours coming out again. It probably it? is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be interesting when you go and I'm see more into the like the American imperial, sort of, <laughs> uh, you know, the Aryan yeah. princess rather than the. Yeah, well, you should definitely go and see the re- the Ghost in the Shell remake. Yeah, that's true. The whitewashed remake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to a rating then. So, as this is my film, I'll go first. Um, oh, this is tough. Um, I think for me, this is number four, below Jurassic Park and above Predator Two. No, <laughs> I'd put it under They Live. Okay, Chris, I'd put it um, under Safety Not Guaranteed. Oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I was thinking on. whether I'd want to see it again. I wouldn't want to see it again, and I'd, I'd want to see all them other films again. I wouldn't want to see Spaceballs again. Uh, you have my answer. So we've got a uh, we've got a four, a ten, and a fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, that split the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Then I can see they live in a better film. It's better than Silent Running, though, and it's better than her. It's better than bloody Wally. Jesus no, Christ! It's it not better than Wally. No way is it. It's it way Wally. better than Wally. Wally's it, way on any list. measure. It Wally is, is lucky it got on this list so early on because if it got in here later on, it'd be a lot further down. I think it's better uh, than Edge of Tomorrow. I don't know if I even think it's better than Independence Day. What? It's it's good, but it's good, but I yeah. would accept under Independence Day. Well, I won't. <laughs> well, originally, originally, Alex, you said a book below they. Yeah, live. yeah, which is just above. Okay, I'll, I'll have to accept that then. When I bloody. What do you hell. mean? That's not the average of the the. Where I, I said go. four. Yeah. Alex I said, said fifteen. Yeah. I said ten originally. So that's so the, a spread. Of I'm 11. happy with ten. So the average, the average is eleven. No, it's not. <laughs> 
four fifteen. That's eleven. So we'll have one spot above Independence Day. Is that what we're going with? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay we'll go with that. Ugh. Sorry. All right. That's all right. You all suck. Uh, you should even be on this list. Not even a film. No, I don't well, agree with yeah, that. See now, yeah, now and we I think know. you're going to run into problems because we're going to be watching more animated films as we go on. <laughs> we're going to have problems. <laughs> we've got we've got a Kyra to come at some point. So uh, yeah, a Kyra. Oh right, Kyra. Yeah, yeah. Battle Angel Alita was that a film? Was that a TV series? I can't remember if that was. They're remaking that, aren't they? Isn't James Cameron making? Oh. No, he's, oh, he's making that for years. He's supposed to be ma- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds more like yeah. Um, okay, so there's our second film. Paprika, um, Delta, Injustice. Mm. But at number 10, okay. Maybe when your book comes out, we can reevaluate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when the film adaptation of the book comes out, we can put it on the list. And, yeah, yeah, that's going right at the bottom. <laughs> All your interviews say, oh, I made it because of Paprika, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. If anyone's listening who's read no. it, like, I honestly didn't know anything about this film. It was a shock. Anyway, um, let's move on. Um, after the break, we'll return with the main event, Ghost in the Shell. film of the day Ghost in the Shell the anime classic directed by Mamoru Oshii probably murdered that name Mamoru uh, Oshii probably sounds uh, nice yeah, yeah. Uh, released in 1995 um, Chris do you want to give us a brief idea what this film's about okay so this is set in a futuristic city I think they do give its name at one point, but it's basically like a... Newport City. Yeah, it's kind of like a westernised Japanese city of the future. Yeah. Um, uh, Our main characters work for like a a security department, like a MI5 type thing. Uh, Section 9, they're called. Now, there's also a rival section called Section 6 that they talk about and interact with. But uh, in, in general, they're after some... Um, villain hacker so they're the puppet master the puppet master now the technology which everyone seems to uh, accept is there's a there's a there's a lot of cybernetics so the mix between humans and robots some people are more human and less robot and some people are more robot and less human yeah and then um now, for the time in 1995, they also talk about the idea of there being an internet. Now, there was an internet in 1995, but it wasn't like this. And, yeah. um, and how they can interact with each other and and communicate and operate things and that type of thing. But there, there's an idea of there being a a like a sentient soul, which is like a program which can be moved around. Is it like a download? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. A ghost, as it were. A ghost. Perhaps. So, perhaps, you could say, as a concept. Yeah. So, uh, they're chasing down this this hacker. It goes through very diff- few different tangents. I'm not saying I followed everything, but I was... I was along for the ride. And then uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of like political diplomatic crap, which they're talking about different countries and organizations and all that, which I'm sure when the mo- the, the movie it's about to come out, comes out, I'll probably, f- that will probably be presented to me in a way. They'll probably strip be- it all out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be presented in its most basic way for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get, they basically get to the bottom of it all, and it turns out, spoiler alert, that the, the this uh, what is it, Puppet Master Puppet is yeah. is more of a sentient program, and yeah, it's basically the intent like it, given rise to a to yeah. a, a soul, a ghost, as yeah, it were. and then yeah. that's that's trying to combine with the main character mm-hmm. to make an offspring program ghost. Shall we say? Uh, right there? Sort of. That's I mean, the main yeah. goal of it, yeah. Yeah. right? He, well, he's kind of, he wants to know. I sound like, listeners, I sound like a fool because these guys are just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like well, no, I'm feeling my reading. way through this film because I, you know, it did lose me from time to time, I have to say. Uh, but, well, did um, you enjoy it though? Before we yes, move on, you, it was. You did and enjoy it. actually, it was very cinematic and I can see why they're going to make a film of it. Yeah. I, I, they wouldn't actually have to change many shots and how things are presented to make a really good looking yeah. sci fi film. You've um, got the guns. I like the fact in the credits as well, there's a guy whose one job was inventing the weaponry in this film. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot like Blade Runner in that sense. It's, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. they've, there's a lot of. Blade Runnery stuff in in this, yeah. like the whole the sequences where it, they're just traveling through the city. There's long Blade Runnery type sequences. Yep. The, the guns are very is, similar. The music, yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, um, score this film. You know, incredible. it's a post-internet Blade Runner, shall we say? Maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically it's, it's got sort of touches very... of Matrix and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Well, the Matrix um, has got touches of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just seeing if there's. I've wrote some stuff down, seeing if I'm missing anything. Well, hang on, before you go on yeah. any further, let's go to Alex. And have you seen this film before, Alex? No, so I hadn't seen this, and um, obviously read loads. Of, you know, it's always heralded as being like the greatest manga or like one of the be- you know the best of yeah. the of the genre. There's gratuitous naked naked women things going on it's, it, that's there always is though it's Japan it? for you though <laughs> yeah it just has to be you can't um, a Japanese film without it but I know I thought it was amazing like I think it's it worked for me it completely worked and it yeah. worked better than Paprika for me I yeah. think it was oh, yeah. just although it was very you know you can see the Blade Runner influence but it really to me just created this world that I just felt totally sucked into if it's only an hour and 22 minutes or something yeah, it's crazy isn't it it yeah. feels like so much goes on and you i was just completely submerged in it and it had i thought it was really good i thought the characters were really good um and i the one thing i really stood out to me is that final tank fight yeah the mm. music is really slow for that but it's yeah, not yeah. like this kind of pumping like doo, 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 like high energy dance it's really weirdly ambient slow music and it works so well and yeah. just like no, there was it was there were so many amazing visuals in it. There were some brilliant ideas. I think it got heavy, and you you know all that heavy stuff in it. I think was well done. I didn't find it annoying. I found it interesting all round. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I really really cool. loved it. and I kind of 
it made me want to see the live you know this remake the american imperial adaptation exactly but i am i do not know how they could improve on it because i thought it was perfect i don't see what they're going to have done to make it better okay i would Um, like to see it in a cinematic way though and this just, one, yeah, I don't yeah. see. It. I just, I, I, I see all the things you're saying about that, but I, I thought it was such a cinematic film. I, thought, oh, it was, it was. You know, I, um, I think it would, I think it would look great. Um, right. So let me make a couple of points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like uh, because I uh, always engineer this, so you get the last. No, no, I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm the host. <laughs> okay, I'm letting you talk first. I'll go first okay. next time, then. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I agree with you both. It's a brilliant film. I absolutely love the film. Um, I think just what was going to make one point. Oh, Alex, you saying about how uh, it's quite short and it's um, you know the world is really longer, good. Yeah. yeah, I think that because of how many things rip this off, um, you kind of know the world already in a way. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, that's I true. think which, I think it really helps the film because I remember like I, I've. I got this film, I think, I remember taping it off Film 4, or whatever Film 4 was before Film 4, probably just Channel 4, um, when I was still at school, and the, I had the VHS. Uh, and it was, a, it was a lot more confusing than it is now, in terms of the world building. Before the internet, we could look stuff yeah. up, I suppose, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and full disclosure, I did write an essay about uh, how Descartes' <laughs> Descartes' dualism um, is related to the philosophy of this while university. Please can so, this be uploaded onto the website for everyone to read. It's available so, on the notes. Well, yeah. no, sadly, I've not. I've, I've actually looked for it. I've, I've only got the last page of it. Annoyingly, oh. um, it's probably not very good. That's probably but obviously, the best page. So I've obviously thought about it on quite a, yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. quite a deep level. But I'll give you the, the Cliff Notes version of that. Basically, um, um, you know, do you know what dualism is? Really, I will so, when you tickle. I I have heard of it, and yeah, you'll you'll know. It's basically you my. It's the idea that the body and the mind are separate. Basically, oh, okay. yeah, right. basically that's it. And Descartes, like you know, put yeah. forward that basically there is a mind that exists within you that is separate to your corporeal form, and Ghost in the Shell is dealing with that all the way through, basically, with the idea of like what is major, you know, because she is, as they say, mm. made of parts, replaceable parts. Um, she's got a mind. They never really say where her mind came from um, no. it's assumed that someone's conscious was uploaded at some point yeah. into this internet yeah, yeah it could be dead people I always assumed she was or... a human augment, augmented she was well, she she was a human at one point yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah I mean that would make more sense because obviously that would make the difference between her and the puppet master who yeah. appears to have just like bubbled up from the internet you know in mm, that sense yeah. so obviously so he's so he's a, a mind without a body and she in some ways is a body separated from a mind um, but she is struggling to rectify those two uh, throughout, and it's just such a the, the 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 concepts to relay these in a way that is as exciting as Ghost in the Shell is. You know, like yeah. cyborgs with awesome weapons yeah. fighting giant robot tanks, and you know all this cool-looking futuristic Blade Runner stuff. The aesthetic to get those sort of messages into a film is something that, again, animation and Japanese animation can do that we we struggle with in the West, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a fair point? Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't no, like, a fair yeah. point. No, no, everything up until that last point it was good. Well, what so name we, a film that does this then? Yeah, name a Western science fiction film that has this sort of level of philosophical introspection. And don't say the second Matrix film or the third Matrix film. <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I, I, think, I, think I think Blade Runner. 
Blade Runner is a great film. Um, I don't think it's, it's explicit with what it's saying. I mean, I, I prefer Blade Runner, but I don't think it's explicit with the mm. um, with how it approaches the philosophy of what you know what a mind and a body is. Is it? It's not as explicit in. It doesn't. Blade Runner, you you get the questions by thinking about it. This yeah. asks you the questions. This makes yeah. you deal with you it. You don't in Blade Runner. He doesn't dive to the bottom of the sea, come back up, and then they have a big discussion about like why a cyborg would go into See, the that, sea and that's yeah. try. Why I struggle a little bit with this as an art form because as a as a script of dialogue, it's kind of it, it doesn't follow any rules of what I would follow and i've been trained to because for that reason is they would go off on a little tangent and then they talk about something philosophically for yeah but yeah, no, hang on though but what about woody allen films because a lot of woody allen films which are films mm. and are not science fiction at all have massive tangents like this and that's i think that's why mm. i love woody allen for yeah. the same thing of like okay. he will go off into a philosophical tangent yeah. and without not saying i like woody fiction, allen film no no i'm not i'm not saying you have to like it but you're saying that it's not a film because it does this no sort of i'm thing. just saying i'd probably struggle with that style of screenwriting but okay. that scene that. does serve a second purpose because it's kind of trying to make you. It kind of pulls that... me out of it. I'm sitting there. I'm now thinking. I'm going now. They t- now they give me a science lesson. Like, or you know, I, I'm not. I'm not as engaged. I probably just kind of just leave the uh, the story slightly, and I'm aware of it. Probably that that's probably what I'm talking about. You mean you're aware like that it's somebody I'm, I'm writing aware, a, now a they're, concept they're, down? They're, they're just backfilling some some theory. Some theory. Okay. Or, that that mm. uh, that's probably it, it's just that little momentary period. I'm just aware of that. And what were you going to say, Alex? Sorry about that. I know. Just that that scene is pretty much trying to tell you that the bateau, that guy, the really cool, big, massive yeah. guy, he's kind of in love with her, isn't he? I mean, he's yeah. Yeah. He, and it's kind of quite a romantic scene. That scene and that great bit when they go on about drinking and they're like, well, "Why do you drink? Because you can totally." be sober again that's that's really interesting it's kind of like a buddy kind of you know little in the calm before the storm kind of buddy cop film chat isn't it mm. it just it gets yeah. really 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 so you know philosophical what i'm saying heavy. is it in in the film and it'd be in, we might see that scene in in the next in the film it's going to come out i i'm it'll be interesting to see if if they do when she has a drink and then there's that little bit where she goes but it's all right because of some xyz it's not a problem now that is a bit of dialogue on the back end of her just having a drink is difficult to um i i can't see that being a bit of western dialogue a but bit remember in, though in a, you are screenwrite, but you're either watching a dub sense. or you're watching translated subtitles you're not originally watching the original yeah yeah writing which might influence it which also yeah. just made, no, i mean point, i mean which... just in terms of how it it kind of just steps out of yeah, see, I disagree with that. Yeah, I didn't think that at all. Is That's one of the best things to character be. That can, I which completely they disagree. No, yeah. no, no, but 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 that's not that, that they're like discovering, aren't they? They're, she's explaining to him because she wants to explain to him why she's diving and why, like, why she's going, why she's doing what she's doing towards towards drinking. Basically, she's saying to him that she's struggling with what she is, isn't she? Yeah. But she, yeah. but her character is that she's dismissive and she's. Mm. Um, she internalizes this and she doesn't want to talk to him really so that's why it comes yeah. off like that um i don't agree i find it interesting that actually everyone's like has different levels of cybernetics yeah that was really yeah, cool. yeah. that yeah. was interesting because and that kind of probably solves the point i'm talking the problem i'm talking about in the sense that everyone is having a different experience in the film mm. yeah all the characters are yeah and that's why she's important because she's the one that is that is fully cyborg yeah that's why uh the puppet master's looking for her because she's the yeah you know the 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 end result of 
merging with robots, basically. Yeah, um, it's like the the Borg were looking for data, weren't they? In, in yeah, the, sort yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to go back to one point about the the translation, um, the, I watched the Blu-ray of this because um, yeah. you just come out. And if anyone at home wants to watch it, don't watch that version because the translation is absolutely awful and appears to just be like machine translated, right. in like Google Translate, something like that. The the old DVD, um, I don't think you still get it, but it's mm. probably 10 years old now. It comes in like a cardboard slip. That's the best translation so right, of, all okay. the, of the three I've seen. Um, but I just I don't know which one you've watched, which might influence, because Lucy hadn't seen it before and she watched it with me and... She didn't get much out of it until I made her watch the better translation and got more out of it, basically. So yeah, that might have influenced uh, it. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, I don't think it was. Be- yeah, I don't. I, it wasn't because of that. I'm not saying it's because of the the dialogue specifically, like word for word. There was problems with it. I'm saying how it went for sections of yeah. the script. Is that concept right. yeah. within? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, within that, you wouldn't. Yeah. You don't see that kind of a. That that like, kind of sentence being inserted. Everyone stop into and the, stand where they are. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah, I explain yeah. something which we both know, you and I, but the yeah. but the the audience doesn't. Yeah. So I'm now going to explain it. Yeah, that that for me, I struggle with. But yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, I have to I have to stress. I mean, cinematically, it 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 it's beyond the last one. Definitely, yeah, yeah definitely, film. way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it also it does. I mean, I know we're not trying to like. Um, count the historical importance, but this is a massive influence on Western cinema. I mean, mm, yeah. like the Ma- the Matrix. Yeah. Most mm. sort of science fiction films rip off the aesthetic of it in some way. You know, a lot of yeah. things after it, the way the uh, you know the world's built and weapons are done and stuff like that. It's mm. such a unique sort of a fresh take, isn't it? I mean, it is a lot yeah. of Blade Runner, but it's but it's a very Japanese Blade Runner. Isn't and it, I did like the, the soundtrack and um, the some of the sound design. I wasn't a fan of. There were some sounds which just didn't. I don't see why they used, but um, yeah. But otherwise, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. good. Well, I'm glad you both liked it because I love it. <laughs> um, but are you guys not looking forward to the American version now? I'm though, not going to watch it. I, uh, no, I don't. It. I've got no. I'd interest be worried about it. Yeah, I'd just be very wo- because I think that, like you know, you mentioned as a, in passing uh, the nude nude women bit. You know, and there's mm. that whole great credit sequence. Yeah, uh, where they're creating her, which well, I was just, watching that and going, are they going to do this with Scarlett Johansson? Exactly, on this. exactly, and and I think as much as again, it's a joke that Japanese people are obsessed with sexy robots and all this. I think that <laughs> Ghost in the Shell plays with that. She's kind of she's very unsexual. She's very mm. she's not really yeah. sexy. She's kind of. I think it. I think what it's trying to do is it's almost challenging you to be like. But do you actually find this woman sexy? It's kind of weird that you're finding this robot sexy. Whereas yeah, if you put totally. Scarlett Johansson in that, well, I think you are going to find her sexy. And you are... It is gratuitous when she's half naked, jumping off a building, shooting backwards and then going... A bit. It, it, I think it messes with quite an interesting element of this by making it a real person. Yeah, I agree with that. Because yeah. she's got a very boyish face, hasn't she, Major? Like, yeah. her, her actual yeah. facial features not... are very not you know attractive especially not like japanese attractive but obviously her body's like very sort of you know a perfect looking body um and she's just like if you compare her to like paprika who's kind of coy and like flirty and like she's supposed to be like a man's ideal you know that again they play on that she's like a man's ideal woman yeah major's just she's just really authoritarian she just gets the job done done. she's just a very she's a she's a very traditionally male role she just goes in kicks ass has a bit of an existential crisis yes but 
It's not. Yeah. She's not. And it is weird when she strips off because you are like, oh yeah, she's completely like. It is odd and it jars you, but I think it's actually almost. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it's actually I think it's interesting no, that it jars you because no. it makes you go, well, what, what, what? She's she's a robot. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Would you have cast this with someone with a girl with a more boyish look then than or would you have gone? I'd have cast it a Japanese person for the, for for the, yeah. in the <laughs> fucking first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't have cast it. I don't see. I don't see why I need to remake it. I don't, no. There's nothing wrong with this film. This no. film is as close to a perfect film as you can get for what yeah, it is. Yeah, but we've had so many of them on this. Ever, you know, there's this list is going to be full of them. What perfect films? No, of films being remade. No, oh, yeah, that's true. From, oh, yeah, yeah. By, don't need know, to be perfect. Remade, you yeah. know, the best films ever made remade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll probably watch it on DVD eventually, but I'm not going to rush out and see it. Just because what? What? Just what is the point? You know, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got Ghost in the Shell. I don't need to watch Scarlett Johansson's Ghost in the Shell. So I, I, I see. I'm really into like. I'd be into watching what they do with the new one in, in like the art design sense. Yeah, I'd like, probably watch a making of before I'd watch a film to be honest with you, just to yeah, see what, yeah. what I they mean, just the do. just artistically how they make the sets and the you know, the robots and the stuff like hmm. that. I mean that sort of really floats my boat, all the yeah. all the workings of that. Yeah. I'm looking forward um, to you watching it, Chris, and telling us about it. Yeah, you can let yeah, us know. Yeah. yeah. Well I'll fill I'll fill you in next week. Cool. But also, I think it might be difficult for the makers of the new one because the art direction in this one is actually so good. And why would you even change some of it? Well, I think yeah. in their, to, their, to their like well accidental advantage, the fact it's taken them so long to get this made. I mean, mm. Ghost in the Shell sold now. You've got a generation of people who have got no idea. Well, I guess you're my generation. You've not seen it, but yeah. I mean, obviously, to people who are our age in the late in the early two thousands, it was mm. quite a big deal, wasn't it? I mean, you'd heard of it, you haven't seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's there's a lot of people who don't even know what it is now, you know. So I think hmm. it won't matter too much what the source material is because people will be seeing it as a brand new film. So anyway, see, I think as a, a title, they would not have had a movie with that content. They would not have chosen that title to be on the movie now. I think it's a weak title. Oh no, they're still getting the cash. Yeah. In. Oh, what? it's not a weak it's weak not title. A weak t- what? Why? No, I I think. She's she's a shell in in yeah, Masters of Ghost. Yeah, they explain it all. Yeah, it sums yeah. sums it up perfectly. Okay, take that back. Better than Paprika. <laughs> no, I thought I quite like that. Oh, uh, it just felt like that was in there, so they could do that weird like add a little spice joke. I think that's the style of all of this, which I just don't like. And I've said it. I've I've just keep repeating myself, but I don't like that. What what that explanation? That explanation, sort of. So, where are we going to put this in the list? Um, I'll go first this time. Uh, for me, number two. I'd say below Predator 2. Um, I would say I will not accept above <laughs> Wally. Um, well, well, you might have to because the two of us think it's better than Wally. It's yeah, much it's better, better than Wally. Wally. Yeah, so, I think it should be below <laughs> uh, Silent Running. Okay, mm. Alex, you think below Predator Two? So you think between yeah, Predator Two and Wally? I love Predator. I'm not. I love Predator Two. I'm, that's just how it is. So, and I, but I do think it's better than Wally. So that's where it has to. That's what it sits than, for me. Do you think it's better than Jurassic Park? Me? Yeah, better than Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, 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 because it does really. The fact is, it, it. I do think it was a great world. It was an amazing world, but 
you do just think Blade Runner. When you watch it, there is a real heavy Blade Runner influence. And, you know, Jurassic Park, Mm. you don't think, oh, yeah, other dinosaur film. No, Jurassic Park was its own thing. Um, So, yes, and no, I don't think it's better than Jurassic Park. So, really, it should be four, shouldn't it? Why? Because I I think it's number two. You think it's number five. And Chris thinks it's number eight. So it should be below Jurassic Park and above Predator 2. Mm. Well, I'm unhappy with Predator 2 slipping. But uh, yeah, OK, well, I can agree with that. Um, Chris, what, what do you think in terms of Ghost in the Shell versus Predator 2? Um, I would watch Predator 2 a lot more times than this. I've seen this now. I, again, I'm, I'm just understimulated visually. Well, in that case, I will edit that question out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm understimulated visually. I am still coming to terms with uh, how I'm going to um, put this this sort of work in with some of this other work here in a, in a cinema sense. Okay. So I'm still sort of coming to terms with that in my brain, yeah. Because the ma- what the work it goes into making something like Jurassic Park as a craft, so the combination of it being artistic artistic merit as a you know as a film craft so you've got the technicalities and the, uh, completely different with this sort of film and it, it, I, yeah. i'm try i'm finding it quite difficult to bring them together on one list uh, but now as a just a pure entertainment sense predator 2 beats it Hang on, just to go back to your previous point. The craft yeah. between Jurassic Park and Wally is completely different. Other than no, the, it's not. It, oh, no, other than the fact you're saying they've got a director of photography, uh, photography stuff like that, there's no sets being built on Wally, is there? There's people. Well, they are. Yeah. On someone, someone builds a set. Someone makes the products on a computer. Go, on a computer, though, it has no, yeah, has no see, bearing on whether I it's think... on the computer or not. You make a model. You make a prop. It's, on a computer. It's done, yeah, it has no it has no bearing on that because we you, you shoot it three dimensionally in in Wally. Now it's exactly the same. The exact the the light is they actually write into the photons the same physics. It's it's identical. Now you don't do that with with these animated films. No, you don't do that. But it just see. But I, you don't I you know. don't sit and go. What do I want to see? How are we going to light this? How three-dimensionally are the things moving around? Yeah. What you're doing is you're reverse engineering what you want to see as a movie and going, how do I make this animator, yeah, but, animation but, but look Chris, like that? Chris, Chris, when you're watching a film, you're not sitting there going, this, this set's 3D, this set's not 3D, no, are you? No, you're, you're watching if it's a, good, you're watching a you've story. you've left that behind. Yeah, so you're watching yeah. a story and a narrative, yeah? yeah? yeah. That has elements of craft to it that are different in different. But that's films. what I'm saying. This is but a stimulate. Of- I'm, I'm not. I'm not leaving that behind. But I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Not disagreeing with you. Saying you're not stimulating you. Yeah. What I'm disagreeing with is you saying it belongs a different list. Doesn't belong a different yeah. list, does it? It's still a film. Not- it's still a story. It's still <laughs> I, I didn't say them words because I didn't want did. to say them words. But I'm Alex, saying I'm, say I'm, 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 say saying I'm struggling say to bring these into one list. I'm saying I'm working with you here, but I'm. It's a work. I am working. That's See, if Wally wasn't on this list, I think you'd be totally right to be like, oh, I don't know about this anymore. Maybe we shouldn't count animation. But because Wally's on it, it's kind of, we've already included animation. So Good. Pixar movies were just... a new art form. 
Oh my no, god, fuck Pixar. No, it's all animation. It's all animation, yeah. No, it's all drawing. Just because it didn't go into Disney. camera doesn't make it. It's all drawing. No, Pixar is, is, is his animation as Disney is. Yeah. There's no difference. No. No, they're there all is. animation. There is. There's isn't. a fundamental difference. No, no, there's not. <laughs> if you had said, if you had said it's a live action science fiction rating system, fine. We'll yeah. get rid of Wally. We'll get rid of Ghost in the Shell, Paprika, and we'll probably have to get rid of Scanner Darkly. But that isn't the case. No, it's because they're animation. You're not starting from the the beginnings when they sit down and make a, a Pixar film, they. I bet you the first thing they do is draw on a bit of paper what the character looks like. <laughs> yeah, but so they do that that's with every animation. Film. No, yeah, exactly. We storyboards. No, live action about films, Chris. You do yeah. storyboards. What yeah. do you do live action stuff? You write storyboards out, which is what, yes. how you start an animated film. But the craft well. of making the film starts with storyboards, which, yeah. which is what how an animated film starts, <laughs> and it ends. What I'm saying is, there's the steps involved in making. But film. that's ridiculous. If you're going to go there's into more in like common that, with Pixar no, because films if you're going to say that though, then the top film is lit. No, the top film on this list, saying. if you want to say the craft, the top <laughs> film on this list will be the biggest budget film of all time. That, that was the, the hardest thing to make, no. wouldn't it? No, no. If you're going to say the craft route, of no, course because I'm saying a craft is a combination of the art and the the technique. Which and, is what I'm, and, which and, is exactly what I'm saying by saying it's, just a, it's a different craft, but it's the same form. It's still a film. It's the same length. It's the same form. It is a narrative story I think, told. I think, Chris, visually. if okay. you, if you I, yeah, we I, have to I, take Wally off. If we're going to not include these films, Wally has to come off completely. All I'm saying is, Wally has more in common with photographed films than I think you're giving it credit for. So does Scanner Darkly. It, it adds a piece of art. Ghost in the Shell's got uh, it, all its cues of cinemat- uh, the cinematography is taken from from live action. Now, films. don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying one is lesser than the other. I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's I'm what just it sounds saying, like. No, it's, well, <laughs> I didn't say that. I, just, I clearly didn't say that. Okay, you say it's on a different list. That's the. That I'm was saying the I was I'm struggling with. to think of it on this okay. list, and right. not because it's a. This is a higher list. I'm saying. For. Uh, I, it's how I've how I come at this list and how I think about how films are made. That's all yeah. it is. Okay, well, fair. we're not we're not um, doing animation for a while again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> who knew this would be the You're biggest argument? Trouble. <laughs> but no one else is having that trouble. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I I don't think I'm an idiot for thinking. I'm not about this issue. No, no, no. It's the, I just find it funny that I just think if you're striking off Wally, then it would be fine. But it's just that you keep leaving Wally on. You did just say Pixar films were a higher art form or a different new art. Form. No, I didn't say it was a higher art form. I said there's more in common with a Pixar movie than traditionally photographed films because of how they're made. The process is very clearly a cinematography-led. Way of doing it. We're gonna we're gonna move on from this. I'm gonna say one more thing. Who directed? And if Wally, there's anyone Chris? out there Chris, who wants Chris, to who weigh in Wally? on this, please Chris. do because who, Chris, who directed Wally? It, I don't. I don't Brad, care. Brad, Brad Bird. What did yeah. Brad Bird do? As an his animator. Career? An animator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as much as he's taken stuff yeah, from live action film, which you, it's an animation. I you a lot of. You know, live action films which are directed by animators and vice versa. Well, like versa. Brad Bird, he did Mission Impossible and 3, vice yeah. versa. Or 4, yeah. sorry. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so where is it? That doesn't answer it's... anything, that point. 
No, it adds to the point that you're saying that they're completely like separate and you've got to put these animations in a different list. And what I'm saying to you is they can't be that separate because Brad Bird, his whole visual language comes from being an animator for making Simpsons episodes and he went and made w- Wally. If you ask me why I put it on the, on a, in a certain place on that list and I told you, I'm telling you it's because I think of films a different way. Okay. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. So that was an interesting <laughs> debate. Wow. Well, this is why we're doing this, right? This is why no, no, we're definitely. doing no. this. I mean, it is, it is interesting to see, like, you know, it's nice to see it like a different point of view. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then disregard it? Well, no, no. Like, just hopefully we're broadening your horizon a bit there. And like, you know, I, well, I don't know how you have, though. I'm not sure you've found the, have you found the average there between? It's in at number four. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the, yeah, but was that, was that the mathematical that was, average? Was that was it? the mathematical it average. It was, annoyingly, yeah. yeah it's beaten Predator yeah. 2. No. Well, okay. I understand that we're not going to agree on all of this, but... Oh, no, that's fine. I, yeah. I, I, I'm probably not explaining it well. I'm not getting my point across as far as the role of cinematography in, yeah. in filmmaking. Let's we'll go over it again. I'll just the last thing I say. I don't want to get. I don't. I'm not going to do it here again now. But yeah. I will probably come with some homework for next time. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Fair enough. Oh dear. Let me just say one last thing. Okay, that it was not. I, I've got no problem with you not liking Japanese films. No, no, I mean, no. Not, not, not liking the the one thing I took issue was with that idea that it's a sep- it's a separate enough craft to be in different list. Okay, that's the thing that I disagree with. Okay, let's move on. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Wow. So that went on a bit longer than I thought it Yeah, was. on that bombshell. So, yeah, if you do want to get in touch... Well, if you're an animator or a cinematographer... I didn't yeah. mean anything negative by that, by the way. I just no, I know you didn't. It no, was, it's, it's it was, fine. I'm we struggling to come to terms yeah. with it being with all these other things. That's Right, let's just or do All these the other things being on the same <laughs> list as this <laughs> other <laughs> Japanese <laughs> stuff, stop. which is really good. Stop, stop, stop. That's the end. <laughs> What's next week? Let's move on. No, first of all, let's go over the top five. So... Okay. Uh, we've got a new num- new bottom film, which is A Scanner Darkly, number 18. It's 18 in the list. That's not bad going now. No, it's not. Um, so the top five now is number five, Predator 2, number four, Ghost in the Shell, number three, Jurassic Park, number two, Star Wars A New Hope, and number one, Aliens, which, if nothing else, is uh, like an eclectic and interesting list now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Right, I'm exhausted. After. <laughs> it's just... You need well, yeah, I mean, no, oh my no god! Hard feelings. I mean, I it's a no, great no, list. No, 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 me, I, not at all. No, I'd much rather have a debate than we all just turn up and go. That's great. Number one. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point of doing this. If it was, if it was, you know, a, a list without arguments, it'd be just one of our top lists, wouldn't it? And that's no fun. No one would listen to that. So, mm. no, keep disagreeing. And if you disagree at home or agree with either of us or any of us, um, get in touch at mail at sciencefictionratingsystem dot com. Uh, you can also get in touch on Twitter on at SF Rating System. We're also on Instagram at Science Fiction Rating System. Um, and yeah, contact us anywhere with ideas for lists on films that we can cover um, or thoughts thus far on the list. Next week, we're going into the realm of comic book adaptations. Um, so there's a loose kind of rule that we're not going to go into these sort of Marvel stuff too much, are we? Um, no, like, we're not going to do like strain ourselves, and because you can open up a Pandora's box. Yes, yeah. a lot of very similar, of very Robert recent Downey Junior. Yeah, <laughs> which no, which no one wants. Um, but we are going to be dipping into the Marvel universe 
next week uh, our first film Guardians of the Galaxy um, because the sequel comes out in April so we're going to look at some comic book films so yeah our first film is Guardians of the Galaxy mm. uh, our second is Dread Dread um, not Judge not Dread, Dread. Not, not the Sylvester Dread. Stallone film the um, 2000 and are we going to do that that one though at some point yeah. Do. oh yeah definitely at definitely. some point yeah um, yeah Dread with uh, Carl Urban yeah. and I forgot the name of the isn't she in Game of Thrones she is mm. I can't remember anyway uh, Dread and the third film is Flash Gordon <laughs> Flash which will be, which will be fun ah uh, yes saviour of the universe um yeah. yeah, I've not seen that film in a very long time. No, I haven't. No, I feel like we should be doing that with. Um, do you remember the Masters of the Universe film? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Sort of similar, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so those are our three films: Guardians of the Galaxy, Dread, and Flash Gordon. Um, well, so yeah, got, um, yeah uh, visit sciencefictionratingsystem.com for the whole list. Yeah, uh, you can also get in touch with any of us. Chris, where are you at? Uh, so on Twitter, it's at Chris Redding. Instagram, Chris J Redding. Some idiot's got Chris Redding. I can't get hold of him. Uh, 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 well, I can get hold of him. He didn't want to play. Do you want to plug anything while you're there? Yeah, don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Reverse psychology. Don't buy Somnus on. <laughs> oh my! Uh, my copy turned up. Um, yeah. Nice lenticular sleeve there. Nice. Um, and... Oh, what's a lenticular sleeve, Sam? Isn't it just like it's got like uh, special effects on it? Shiny, like, shiny. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you not got a some... copy? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> no. Um, I noticed there's a director's commentary on there. Special oh feature. yes, it's not that good. No, <laughs> no, to... sorry, it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, it's got... I think um, I'm sure when I bought mine, it was. Yeah. Let me just have a look. There were only a few copies left. Let me just have a look on on Amazon. Oh, okay. I think it's close to selling out. It must have only ordered like Well, actually, million. the director's commentary um, I recorded with one of the actors, actually. With a, what, we, there are some insights there. So, oh, right. Yeah. There's, one copy, there's one copy left in stock on Amazon. Brilliant. Buy yeah. it. Come there on, four, everyone. There were 14 left when I bought it, so you've sold a few. This, this podcast's having, a, having, having an effect, impact yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Alex, uh, where are you at? And plug your things. Oh, at Love Horror. So if you love horror as much as you love science fiction, check out the website. Well, we're on, we're on Twitter Ooh, and stuff like that. But that, yeah, that little line yeah. there. Oh, yeah, exactly. We've got, got to have a tagline. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying <laughs> it for years. So we've had to decide for a long time. So yeah, check that out. Check the website out. Lovehorror.com or .co.uk, whichever you like. Brilliant. Um, I am at Wheel the Robot on Twitter. Can I just say, all the music on these podcasts is really good. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. If you'd like to get, uh, if you'd like to um, listen to, well, some of it is in the feature film Somnus, <laughs> available at Amazon. Or if you'd like to uh, get, yeah, uh, get it more directly, uh, samdraper.net for all the, well, not all the music, it's not all on there actually, but, but music like this um, <laughs> and, yeah, forthcoming songs. Um, yeah, and if you want to uh, publish a book that's a bit like Paprika, get in touch. <laughs> it's very <laughs> good. Science it's really good book. Yeah, Alex yeah. read it. You liked it. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you like. Forward it, did he forward it to you or something? Did he send it to you and go. You've got it, it Wasn't it on my computer I bought off you? It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that, that's included, is it? Yeah. <laughs> You get the book free when you buy the Whenever computer. Whenever you buy a system. Yeah. You've not, you've not yeah. got the paperback of that one, have you? You've got the first book. Yeah, I have. In yeah. paperback. I haven't yeah. got any of this. Where do no. I get this? 
Well, you can have it if you like. Yeah. You got a Kindle? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll get in touch off air about that. Uh, So that's the end for this week. Episode six, we'll be back in a fortnight with another three films. Um, I think we've achieved something today. What's that? What's that? Well, we've got some animations on there. (laughs) (laughs) Please, you know, you know how much I bloody love animation, (laughs) guys. Fade up the music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, (laughs) we've achieved something. We've we've pushed. Independence Day further down the list and with that I will say good night bye guys bye bye